ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा जय टू यू आई एम गोइंग टू कंटिन्यू रीडिंग फ्रॉम द भगवद गीता चैप्टर वन दिस इज चैप्टर दिस इज सेंस अ सेवन And it doesn't say much, but I have a few things to say about it. Here also in balance, O flower of the twice-born, those leaders in my own army who are outstanding. Now Duryodhana has spoken with great anxiety when he sees this great army opposed to his own army, and he's worried about what the consequences will be to him in this war. He addresses Dronacharya, as a flower of the twice born to be twice born is an interesting thing jesus said also that you must be born again and many people think that it just means that you accept jesus at the altar it has another deeper meaning to be twice born means to have you've been born of the flesh but when you are truly baptized by the spirit by hearing the sound of om by having some divine contact so that god awakens you in spirit this is a very important part of uh, your growth toward god you must be born not only of flesh and blood but of the spirit i was twice born when i met my guru i remember my father was very upset with me and tried to take me away from the path and i finally had to write to him and i didn't like to do it but i said uh, i don't want to say these things but i must say them physical birth is something and i'm grateful to you for that but don't make don't try to turn me against my guru spiritual birth is everything and if you try to take me away from him i must choose and how can i choose between somebody who gave me my physical birth in one life and he who has been my father for many incarnations my guru to me represents god and god has forever been my father so don't force me to because if i do there will be no choice so from then on he kept silent but one doesn't like to disappoint one's parents one doesn't like to disappoint one's family and yet i have to tell you this that if you want god you will have to disappoint somebody and the chances are it will be your mother your father your relatives because the world you can't this you can't you can't seek god with your feet in two boats the currents will separate those boats and you'll fall in the middle and drown you must make your choice in life do you want truth or do you want error most people would say well i don't want error but i don't i want to have a good time they don't realize that that is the error they think that they want to live a responsible life in this world but responsible to whom to a bunch of people who are all in error there is only one truth and that is god everything else is delusion and how many lives do we wander in delusion there is a statement in the bhagavad gita which says that that uh, every in with the day of brahma that is when god creates the whole universe again i throw all these beings out again and in the rubaiyat of omar khayyam omar khayyam was a great master a sufi master in islam and he said that that uh, it was a very my guru interpreted it explained it to me in this way but uh, that many of those who come into manifestation at the beginning 
of a day of Brahma are still wandering at the end of a day of Brahma. It takes five to eight million lives to reach the human level. You have to come up from the atom. Master said that every atom is dowered with individuality. God is everywhere and his center everywhere, circumference nowhere. You have to realize that everything is God and everything therefore is conscious. But gradually that little germ of consciousness that is in the atom is, begins to expand. They say that before a universe, a galaxy is formed or a star, a sun is formed, that uh, the um, magnetism, the gravity of a gravitational pull of an atom is very small and atoms may be within 17 miles of each other or more. And then sometimes they happen to come together and that makes their gravity greater. And when more and more come together, their gravity gets greater and greater until finally it's so great that it sucks great clouds of atoms in from billions of miles away and uh, a great star is formed. The sun is 93 uh, million miles from where we are right now. It's eight minutes it takes the light to get here. And the, the uh, gradual growth of consciousness through these coalescing forms comes up to the point where science begins to speak of living beings, but everything is living. It's just that a rock can't play chess with you. <laughs> a rock can't answer your, answer your questions. But a rock knows that it's somehow there. J.C. Bosch, the great Bengali scientist, proved that rocks respond to stimuli and they can also respond to poison and completely die. So gradually it, you come up through the germs, through the worms, through the uh, birds and animals and so on until finally after five or eight million lives you reach the human level. But it would be a wonderful thing to understand that everything is conscious. Most people when they grow food just think they're growing something inanimate until finally it becomes living. They should understand that there are life forces behind what they're growing. If they have reverence for the divine power in even the food that they grow, they will grow much more. Findhorn in Scotland, because of its connection with the devas in the, the lower astral beings in the astral world that take care of plants, they were able to grow huge plants and much more nourishing. I, I read some time ago that the that the life force in spinach today is about one-tenth what it was back in uh, 1920 or so. These are vague figures. I'm not trying to be exact. The point is that we should put life into whatever we get life back from. We should respond to this world with gratitude. And uh, our, our li this life force gradually evolves up to the human level and from then on, as I said before, you can't fall from that level unless you're very naughty, let's say. But if you continue from the human level, you can reach God. Normally what you do is you go from the human level up to the astral level and you become a, an astral being and an angel and then to a causal being and finally become liberated in God. But you can be liberated even from this level. The important thing is that you love God and not try to seek fulfillment in anything outside of him. So to be twice born is to be born in the spirit
to know that from now on you want God to have some sort of response from God, to be bathed in Om, for example, the great cosmic vibration, to feel the uh, bliss of God's presence in your heart. These things are the most important thing of life. And so he's addressing um, Dronacharya as O flower of the twice born. These meanings would be understood in India, but they aren't understood so well in the West. Well, next time we'll go on with chapter 8. God bless you. Joy to you.